0: Get off or you just on your mind about it?
1: Yeah, I think I dug through like the typical questions and then I kinda branched off into everything that I Mm -hmm. wanted to know in correspondence with you. And then I I like to do follow ups so I feel like, you know, let us check back in six months or a year yeah I would like to do come it again back.
0: I would like I would definitely like to come I back. want it to
1: be like a do- like a documentary like nobody has Kanye documentaries because we I don't know like Kanye's just such a creative motherfucker where he knew he was gonna be mm. Kanye right and I feel like we need we need to make a little bit before we realize we're our own Kanye's mm-hmm. and then we start to document cool. so I want to like I want to like keep doing this over the next 10 15 years and then compile and have 10 15 20 hours yeah. and it's your own document yeah because and I'll probably also, sell it
0: back to you <laughs> yeah 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 a billion sure. dollars yeah but yeah for sure sure but like i also don't ever want to feel like i'm too big where i can't come here like yeah i don't care if i'm elon musk i'm coming in here yeah bro
1: i was telling somebody that today because I walked into a uh, Lambo dealership and it said appointment only. And I was telling my my buddy, and he asked me to turn around because he wanted me he was looking at one of the R8s. And he was, I was like, dude, honestly, I felt kind of awkward. You know what I mean? Because it was appointment only, and mm. I wasn't there with like a couple hundred thousand liquid. So it's right. like, it's so he was like, you know, I never want to be to the point because he's a business owner too. He's like, I never want to be to the point where like I make somebody feel uncomfortable right. to come back
0: to my right. store. Right, right, right. You know, it's like I completely agree with that. Yeah. So like I never want to be like, oh, like man, I can't do that. I remember where I came from. Like yes. Honestly, like if Complex called me and you called me and it was the same day, I'm choosing you over Complex. Yeah. You know why? Because why you saw me and you believed in me before anybody else. Let's go. I, I, that means a lot to me. Yeah. That means a lot to me. Like I'm not going to-
1: Dope, live, another episode of Adversity King. So who do
0: we got with us today? Chris Holloway, CEO and founder of House of Trade. Let's go. Explain House of Trade a little bit. Yeah. So House of Trade is an online trading platform. We facilitate the trade of sneakers and other like high-end luxury goods. So when did you come up with the company? Um, so I came up with the company uh, late 2019 that I did just came to me. Um, I'm a huge sneakerhead. And I'm going to give you the ordinary story. Yes, do it all. Yeah. So I'm a huge sneakerhead. Loves, love, love sneakers. Been a sneakerhead since like sixth grade and but one of the issues for me is i always had a big foot. Um so i was going after the Travis Scott fours and i was like hey need a size 15 need a size 15 but i did i was fortunate enough to hit if anybody knows about sneakers it's like almost impossible to hit but i hit on sneakers got a size 14 needed a size 15 but i knew they were available so i looked online and i was like man there's somewhere i could trade this it has to be like all these companies advertise as buy sell trade and as I started to look into the market, like nobody's actually trading. Everybody's buying and selling, but nobody's trading. So I was like, hit up my some of my boys. And I was like, hey, you know anybody on the size 15? Nobody, nobody had it. So then I came up with the idea. I was like, well, why don't I be the person who starts the platform that allows sneakerheads to trade amongst each other? Because a lot of times people in this industry, lovers of sneaker enthusiasts, have a ton of sneakers. We have sneakers that we sit around, don't wear, maybe wear it once or twice and we just don't love them like we have certain pairs that we love, but somebody else, they might be like, man, I really want that sneaker. I'll trade you that for that. So I was like, hey, there's a market here for this. Let me create the platform for it. So that's how House of Trade was born. What was your favorite sneaker growing up? Man, so the sneaker that, my favorite sneaker is a Jordan three, black cement. But those are like classic. Classic. That's like classic. a classic and I don't
1: have a three cause I don't oh. like, I don't know why. I like feel like I can't even call myself a sneakerhead because I like almost like don't res. I have I like fours.
0: No, see, I don't. I don't think there's nothing. I think the three and the four, like some people is like that's that one or two. Like you know, yeah. like it's like LeBron and Jordan. It's like you don't really hate the one, the the one or the other, but you respect the other one. You yes. know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, respect you respect the res- three for sure. Yeah, you respect it. So it's not like if you dislike it, nobody's gonna be like, oh. Yeah, but it's like okay, I get it. The it's four, a classic Jordan. F- it's like it's like a one. You know, yeah, what I mean? the yeah, Jordan yeah, Three yeah. is like Jordan One. It's yeah, like,
1: I, in my mind, it, I don't even look at two. I look at like Jordan One, one.
0: and then Three. Yeah, yeah, that's like the two. But the twos are coming back. Yeah, twos are coming I. Back.
1: I don't know who I saw. I think I met another founder, and I believe he had partnered with one of the original founders of the Jordan brand. And I saw. I think I followed his story. And it looked like he had a custom pair of twos the other day. I think day. it's uh, the founder, my boy, Kenny at Foodie. Kenny. Foodie, I'm getting him yeah, on, too. Yeah. yeah, at
0: Foodie, yeah. Those guys are doing some stuff, yeah.
1: And I, like, great things. But I, I saw these twos, and I was like, these twos look
0: dope. You yeah, know, He yeah. had some, like, custom or something yeah, twos. I was like, bro, a, these are clean. Yeah, he's a guy. I think both of his co-fo- co-founders are old Nike guys. Yep. yep. Yep, old Nike guys. Actually, I know that because I talked to one of them. Yes. And... Um, but my shoe grown, the shoe that got me into sneakers was the Jordan 14, the last shots, the playoff ones. My uncle we'll got them. Those up. Yeah, yeah, my uncle got them for me. He Shout out to him. Uh, God bless his soul, he passed away a few years ago. But um, he's the Don't one who miss. really got me into sneakers and it was, I went crazy after that. And it was, and it, so it started with the threes and then it went to the Jordan 14 last shots? Well, the 14s are the ones that started it, but my okay. favorite. Is okay. The, yeah, these are a classic Jordan. Yeah, this yeah, is a yeah. classic. That's like that's like the Jordan that like everybody remembers when you hit that shot. Yeah. over Bill Russell. Yep. You know, so I remember. I think my first pair. I think it was
1: maybe third grade. It could have been third or fourth grade. Yeah, and it was. I think it was two pair of thirteens. Okay. It has the clear mm-hmm. Jordan badge there. Yeah. Yeah. And one was like, I want to say one was like black and green or like black and red or something. It had to have been two thousand. Six, five. So that might have been the altitude thirteens. Maybe. Yeah. maybe, maybe. I don't, you know, I just come, remember loving them. They you come out with so
0: much. They come out with so much.
1: Yeah, I remember. I, that was it. Was the first time I. It was, and it was the last time I got Jordan. So, both my both my parents went away. So my dad went away first, and he got me these Jordans mm-hmm. before he went. He went away, and uh, I remember we took them back. That's how I moved to Pennsylvania. It's my, where my mom was originally from. So I had the Jordans with me, and I I wore them until. Like my toes would curl, so right. like, I like they, were they were like so third that, grade. And yeah. I was still wearing them, like maybe the beginning of fifth. Like curling my toes, yeah, you know like what I mean. I gotta and wear these, yeah, my Jordans. Yeah, because yeah, we, you know, we lost we lost that income, and my, my mom had just got out of jail, so she couldn't like really secure like right. like a solid ass job, and so she was working on. It was I don't think I got another pair of Jordans until I was 19. I got I got the Legend Blues. so okay, it was my yep, favorite pair. Yep, you know, yep. that was that was when I really like started like in like middle school, high school, like. My friends would bring me to sneaker cons and I couldn't get nothing and you know what I mean, but I'd see these legend blues, the eleven like with the eleven with mm-hmm. the cool blue on there and I'd be like, Bro, that's I a gotta clean Jordan, yeah. And
0: everybody always has that Jordan and they look at even if you're not like a huge sneakerhead, there's a Jordan that you look at and be like, I like those. I love those, you know? So I just think that's what for me, sneakers I think what gravitated me towards sneakers is like I kind of had an upbringing. Like my parents, I wasn't. I'm not gonna say we were super poor, but like buying sneakers was not a priority for my parents yeah, unless I needed them. You get that one pair when you go back to school, and then you ride those out to the rest of the yeah, year. Yeah, absolutely. So as I got better at basketball, I was given these shoes for free. I was getting shoes. And how far did you take basketball? Man, I took it pretty far. Um, like I never played in the NBA or anything like that, but I made a little bit of money. Yeah, you know, playing overseas or no, no, no. Um, just like, well, I did play overseas, but it was like more like a like a USA select team. Yep. Um, and then I also played, well, we could kind of determine, deem it as pro, but I played USA basketball for three on three for FIBA. So I was the original USA team for three on three. So me and my some of my old teammates, Derek Griffin, Corey Campbell, um, Pat Hanaway, we were original USA team. So we helped it become an Olympic sport. So like last year, Last year's Olympics was the first time I was actually on the big stage, which was awesome. What's the Drew League? I was seeing that. What is that? Yeah, so the Drew League is – so it's essentially like a pro-am. So what it is is like essentially you get like some guys will sponsor teams and they'll try to get like the best guys from the area to come in and play for their team. Essentially think of it like the Rucker, like back in the day when like Fat Joe would bring out like Kobe Bryant or Kevin Durant. So now the Drew League is like – there's the top like guys who play overseas or like some lower level pro guys who play it just to get like a high level pickup, um, something they can do over the summer to just work on their game and stuff like that. And then you'll get guys like LeBron who's like, All right, I wanna run and play in front of a crowd and LeBron shows up and obviously you saw what happened. Um, and I think LeBron kinda he didn't put the Drew League on the map. Drew League was pretty pretty popular in amongst the Yeah, best but you I only heard about it because, because of LeBron. LeBron who played in it recently. So yeah, um and I actually that buzz around it now is kind of kind of cool to see because like guys like me who play, we like oh okay like we know about the Drew League. I'm, Drew League's been around for what almost twenty plus years. Like Kobe played in the Drew League, you know. But like just with social media and just like the attention of like just basketball now as a whole, with like you can see highlights like instantaneously. Like if LeBron dunks, I'm going to see it in like five seconds. Yeah, you know. So I think it just brought a little bit more attention. But it was a pretty big league on its own. I want to bring something like that to Chicago. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it on here, so if anybody hears this, what would you call it? I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. That's that's a good question, um, but I do want to bring something here because the H O T League. Oh yeah, I was thinking about that House of the Trade League or the Holloway. Always market yourself. Yeah. Any always, opportunity, always market for yourself. Sure. I mean, it's gonna be sponsored by, put on by House of Trade. Yes. Um, but I don't know the Trade League or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. So it'll be something around House of Trade for sure or my last name. But I think I want to cater it more towards my company. Yep. Um but I do think Chicago needs to come back as a Mecca of basketball. Um and here's why. What's it, it need to do that? Is it, it a player? Needs, Is it coaching? It, I think it needs to be the NBA team first. Like we have to like they're starting it back with DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine. Um those guys are like putting the Bulls back on the map. Um, I think Derrick Rose needs to come back. Like Derrick Rose needs to be a guy who like is featured in this league because he's like the golden child of Chicago basketball right now. Um, Like I think I would need to get like a guy like D-Wade to sponsor a team. Derrick Rose to have like an Adidas team. Anthony Davis needs to come back. Like those guys need to come back and like reclaim Chicago. Um, Because it's so centrally located. Like a guy from the East Coast can come, a guy from the West Coast can come and it's not like a crazy far travel. And the thing is, even not the, even not on the pro level, it's still a high-level basketball uh, city. Because you got to think, we got Northwestern, you got DePaul, and then you got Loyola, who just made two deep runs in the NCAA tournament. So it's a place for basketball. And then you look at some of the high school players that are coming out of here, like uh, Horton Tucker. He just came out here not too long ago. Um, you look at Jabari Parker. You look at um, what's else is his name, Jaleel Okafor. So like they got guys who are coming out of here. even guys like even older guys like Sean Dockery. Like they got guys coming out of here, so it's it's not like they don't have basketball talent. It's here. It's just I don't think it gets marketed because everybody's so scared of the violence. Which it's not it's not a war zone. So anybody who hasn't been to Chicago, it's not a war zone. do tell people like
1: you're gonna find bad if you look for bad. Yeah, you you can find bad in Minnesota, Montana.
0: Absolutely, you know what I mean. In so the Montclair
1: store or yeah, McDonald's, it yeah, don't matter. It don't matter.
0: <laughs> so like you'll see a fight at McDonald's. You don't never not go to McDonald's. Like, yeah. Like I just think the media does a bad job portraying at, portraying Chicago. Yeah, like, everybody comes to Chicago like, oh my God, it's so nice. I'm like, yeah, this is Chicago. Yeah, this is Chicago. It's not this war zone that like, you got to duck and turn and like bullets are flying all and over pe- your head. People don't
1: take into consideration in the metropolitan area of Chicago. There's 10 million people. So when you compare a 10 million people populated area in, into a 500,000 populated area or a million, a lot of averages are obviously going to apply to the one with 10 million. So it's like right. they're it's not that there's more shootings, it's just in proportion to the, you know, per capita. Correct. You know Correct. what I mean? Correct. So Absolutely. you're looking at a really small town, you're comparing it to like a world. You know
0: what I right. mean? Chicago's a world. Exactly, exactly. So in that, and then also just like, Chicago's actually a nice place. It's probably one of the best places in the world to get food.
1: Most diversified place. Yeah. And that's what makes it the best, is the diversification in every aspect of right.
0: it. Right, and it's super clean. Like for a major metropolitan city, it's very clean. Like I used to live in New York, I used to live in Denver, and I think it's a perfect hybrid of them both because you can go a little bit outside the you, city limits. You could do some hiking. You could stay in the city, go catch a Bulls game, go see the Bears. Go. We have a championship WNBA team. Um, Dude, we have I saw a, some championship a hockey team. We have a championship baseball team. Two championship baseball teams. Like Chicago has everything you're looking for. What team does Griner play for? Brendy Griner plays for the Phoenix Mercury. Is there any updates on man, her situation? I don't, I don't know, man. I don't see her. I don't foresee her getting out before this year. To be completely, honest. that's so horrible. Me. Because they're trying to. What they're trying to do is they're trying to trade her for like a warlord. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not going to happen. Like this dude is like on the world's most wanted list. What would you do in that situation if you're the president? Man, that's a tough call. I think you have to. You have to. Being, I think the first thing I would do is be in constant negotiations. Yeah. Like, I would let everybody know, like, hey, I'm trying to do what I can to get her out. Hey, there has to be a second option or a third option, but I'm not letting this warlord go Yeah, for Brittany Griner. But what I don't know. It, like, what I if ha-
1: she was your daughter?
0: Oh, I'm doing everything. <laughs> I'm f- doing
1: everything. I feel like that's where it's like a, sometimes in leadership you almost have to lean towards what, treating it as if it were your own family. Because it is somebody else's family. You're right. You're absolutely But at the right. same time, it's like. That's where you kind of get into those, like, Thanos conversations of, like, am I sacrificing right. one person for, for the greater, the greater good, good of of a whole world? Because,
0: like, this guy is, like, attached to, like, nuclear weapons. Yeah. Like, this guy's attached to, like, mass destruction. And it's, like, if we let this guy out and something happens, it was, like, was Brittany Grant really worth it? Yeah. So you're playing, like, a lot of what ifs. Yeah, I know. With, with lives and with political situations and but stuff then you like
1: gotta that. i think the thing that's like and and i don't want to just immediately assume or, or, or anything like that but then that's where i start to consider conversation where it's like well what if it was somebody politically high up what if it was their daughter hmm. you know what i mean i think she'd be back already yeah she would be back but
0: we also we say that but let's think about this everybody says i know i see this quote that says what if lebron was over there yeah i seen that well let's think about this would lebron actually be in russia first answer is no <laughs> Second thing, if LeBron's in Russia, he's on a private jet anyway. Yeah, and then the last thing, why would LeBron be over there playing basketball? So I think the issue everybody's really having is that WNBA players have to go overseas to make they don't make enough money, here. which I think it's I think it's our fault. I think we look around and try to point fingers, but you're pointing a finger, but there's three pointed back at you. Yeah, like how many people have been to the WNBA game, it, bro? That's what I was gonna say. I saw a good
1: comeback to what you just said because. Sometimes it'll be the feminists that'll attack, but like, like us. But technically, shouldn't they? Shouldn't the feminists be the one at the WNBA well, game It's not even
0: the feminists. It's just people, people in are, general. Just people in general. Like I just think like you can't talk about. Well, they should get paid like NBA players, but you don't show up. You haven't been to a game. Yeah, I bet you. I don't know the WNBA team, and you said it's a championship. It's a WN- championship team. The Sky. They won the championship. Okay, I saw them in the bar at that night. That night, like you think you would think everybody should be mobbing them. They just walked in like regular. Yeah. Like regular like the coaches, like you wouldn't know they won a championship. In a city like this. Like I asked somebody, it was like, Oh, that they were like coming at me and I was like, Do you know who won a championship last year? They was like, No. Yeah. And I was like, I'm and I I don't I'm not mad at anybody who doesn't go to WME games, yeah, yeah. But you can't you can't compare it to an NBA product because yeah. they're they're bringing in an insane amount of revenue and they can feed them. Yep. Like, you know, the revenue is just comparable to revenue. That's like saying, Oh, Like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a sport that's like somewhat of a lower revenue. That's like saying softball and then try to compare it to baseball. Well, when was the last time you went to a pro softball game or a soccer and then try to compare like USA soccer to like international soccer? You see the international soccer stadiums? Yeah. They're massive. Insane. Massive. Like, there's more international soccer jerseys over here than there are MLS jerseys so you can't compare those salaries but i think people are looking at it as like men and women and that's not that's not a fair comparison yeah that makes that's yeah, not a that's fair a great comparison. explanation it's like you can't look at it as men and women i know we want to go to that place but it's just not fair yeah you know great explanation so what was growing up for you like man you know what i had two hardworking parents yeah really and they're still together happily married um two hardworking parents um younger brothers and we were just an athlete house um were we, your parents athletes no, my parents were athletes, but not like on the level that my, me and my brothers were. Um, but they really worked hard to ju- just provide us for everything, and that's where I got my work ethic from. Like I remember, there would be days where like my mom would like leave super early, come in super late, and then my dad would leave super early, come home, chat with us, and then go back out and work another job. And they gave us, they provided us with things. So I wouldn't say like I came from the gutter. Like I don't, I don't want to disrespect my parents and say that. Like. Oh, I came from the mud. I didn't have anything. They gave us stuff, but they worked. Yeah, they worked. Cause we started out in a very small apartment, and we gradually like, I've seen the glow up of my parents. Like, you know, we have a nice house now, like a ranch style home. But you know, it was hard. Like, we had we had our own struggles, just like everyone else. You know, um, my grandmother raised us sometimes. Yeah, yep. you know, just like. But my parents are still together. You know, um, but yeah, my parents had like educated family. They worked, but we worked, you know, they showed, they showed me what it was like, like there's no shortcuts. There's no like easy way out. There's no overnight success. They they showed me that.
1: Did they do anything entrepreneurial or where do you think you got that?
0: Yeah. So my dad started his own landscaping company as somebody who just started cutting grass and he just got better and better Then he went to school for like to learn more about like the plants and stuff like that. What type of grasses and trees work better in different climates. So like, I saw him go from like a guy who's cutting grass to like having one of the best. Um, does he still have it? He still does have it, he still does have it. And then my mom, my mom always had like little side businesses going on with, whether it be in financial, cause my mom's an accountant for Hertz, well yeah. she was accountant for Hertz, Hertz Enterprises. And now she does, um, she does like teaching like the financial people like about mortgages and stuff like that at Town Bank in Virginia.
1: So are you closer with any of your family members in particular?
0: Is there someone you're like the closest with? Um, it just depends on what I like in what aspect. Like my dad is more like, hey, I need advice, life advice. Yeah. Like you're going through a struggle. Let me talk to you. My mom was like business. Like this is what I talked to her about, like business. Yeah. My strategies and stuff like that. My dad is more crossing over into that area now because he's looking into like purchasing like or acquiring some funeral homes. So my dad is crossing over now, our conversations are like a little bit more business oriented, and my mom is like crossing over. So like they're like, kind of meeting in the middle. That coincides now. with my business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we sell life insurance. Yep, 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 yep. So they're meeting in the middle now. So who I say I'm closer with, I would, I can't really pick one, but I would say I'm more like my mom. Yep. Yeah, more like her. So procrastinator too sometimes. Okay, <laughs> I feel that. And so now where'd you play college ball? University of Mount Olive, it's in North Carolina, small, small division two school. So like Mount Olive Pickles, that's what we're known for. What did Steph does? Was Steph Curry D two or D three? No, he was D one. Steph was D one, but he was at Davidson. But it was still a is small it a double school. A? Was it a D one? It wasn't a? like it was so like if you look at the landscape of basketball, it wasn't like a high major. It's like a mid major. Okay. Mid to low major. Yeah.
1: So and now at Mount Olive, did anybody come out that went like into the league from there?
0: No, we didn't have anybody go to the league, but we had like a lot of guys. Like my best friend, Justin Melton. He's still playing professional basketball in the Philippines. We got a couple guys, like one of our guys, he's playing right now in Sweden. Another guy's playing in Brazil. When did you graduate? I graduated in 09. 09. 09? Yeah, okay. I'm an old guy. Okay, I'm old don't guy. look old. Yeah, you know, black, yeah. they say black don't crack. Black don't crack, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah bro. Yeah. So half me
1: won't crack. Yeah, half me won't <laughs> crack, yeah, yeah. So, and then, so from there, what did 2009 until up until now look like?
0: Yeah, so it was, man, Honestly, it was a journey, man. It's like all over the place, so I'll break it down. So after I graduated, I moved to Denver. Uh, my best friend had got drafted to the Denver Broncos, uh, Carlton Powell, and he exposed me to that life like of an athlete and what that looked like. And I was like, whoa, it's like a whole different animal. But I enjoyed it, you know, I enjoyed yeah. it. Um, so during that time, I was working as a personal trainer at 24 Hour Fitness, Okay. because that's what I got my degree in. So I got two degrees, I got Exercise Science and Sports Management. So I went into personal training and I did well. You know, um, I really enjoyed it. Um, I really got to develop some connections, some relationships. And during that time, I was like, I still wanna work in sports. I still wanted to work for a pro team. So I went to Atlanta, went to a sports sales combine to like, hey, I'm gonna sell tickets and just try to get my foot into the door of, of a pro sports team. And while I was down there, I met the guy, the president at the time, uh, I can't remember his name. I want to say it's Murray Khan, but I don't think that's it. But let's go with that. Um, he, he did an interview with me. He goes, man, I love your passion, I love your enthusiasm, but I don't think you're good for for ticket sales. And I was like, I was kind of crushed because that's what I was there for. And he was like, he asked me one question. He goes, this is determined if you answer this question the right way, I'll get you any job you want in the NBA. And I was like, he goes, would you rather be the head of ticket sales or director of basketball operations? And I said, oh, for sure, director of basketball operations, but both would be great opportunities. He goes, no, don't give me that bullshit. Tell me which one you want. I said, director of basketball operations. And he goes, that's why you wouldn't be good at ticket sales. He goes, you don't want to sell tickets. You want to be on the court and do that type of stuff. So he calls the Denver Nuggets, and he calls my friend. Now, he's my best friend at the time. now, but at the time, his name is Derek Griffin. He calls him, and he's like, hey, I got a guy for you. Um, you should interview him. I think he'll be good for you. So i go there do the interview boom get the job and he was like so derek tells me this now he goes i didn't really have an option you're like you're somebody i had to hire like that's like when the nba calls you answer like you they you do what they tell you to do so i get the job and i just move on i started as a counselor and then i finished as um director i mean assistant director of youth basketball under him so him and i best friends and he leaves the Nuggets. I leave the Nuggets. I go coach college basketball. He starts his own basketball program. He has the biggest basketball program in Denver now. And I'm coaching college basketball. And I'm like, okay, cool, like this is what I wanna do. I'm gonna coach college. But it kept me too far away from my family. It was very time consuming. And I loved coaching, don't get me wrong, but it's not as lucrative as everybody thinks it is. Everybody looks at like the top guys, but there's a lot of Takes ye- decades, not even years. Man, it takes decades, decades, decades to get up there. Decades. And when I started, like on average, that's that's kind of old, an uh, older place to start. Usually, you start like right after you graduate, or like maybe You one go to that years. GA position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, while you're almost there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So yeah, essentially, yeah. Or like you're going like a year after. That's like late. Yeah. So I was kind of late in the game. So and I took it, you know. I but I learned a lot uh, under my coach Joey Higginbotham. I learned a lot. He taught me like a lot about business, a lot about organization. He's probably the most organized person I've ever worked for. Like by far. Like like when we travel, he wanted it down to like the minute, like where we gotta be, where we should be. Like like he taught me like so much organization in terms of business. Like he you could you could ask him right now to pull up a file from like when I played my first year. He could pull up and tell you exactly like a date where we were, what the practice looked like, what we exactly did in the practice and everything. Like he's so detail-oriented, yeah. the most detail-oriented person I ever met, and that's the thing, I, that's the biggest thing I picked up from him. Um, and and this other thing, he goes, don't put off what you can do now for tomorrow. That's another thing I learned from him. Yeah. But then, so I went there, coached college basketball, had my son, um, so I moved to Michigan, had my son. Um, no, excuse me, the other way around. Coach, college, Had my son, coached college basketball. I was too far away from him, so then I moved to Chicago, to be closer to him. Cause I didn't, I really didn't like Michigan. Um, I was working in a factory. There's not many opportunities. So moved there, came to Chicago. I was like, I am a coach or I'm just gonna find something to do. I started, I didn't get a job cause I actually applied for Loyola and Denzel Valentine's brother, who's the head coach now, he actually got the job. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go back to training. So I actually ended up being fitness, fitness manager at export like a few of their locations pandemic happened now i'm here and then and so how and then house of trade started in 2019 yep, yep so yep. that well, was the idea and then officially got incorporated in 2020. so you started it basically right as a pandemic i started right in the middle of that april 2020 is when i started it wow yep that's it that's it now are you still good friends with derek oh yeah derek's like my, my best friend and he's still running his basketball program Psh. Man, his basketball program is so huge now. Like he had two All Americans this year. Does he ever come out here? Yeah, he was out here for the McDonald's All American game. You should get him on the podcast. I'll get him out here. Yeah. I'll get him. Out. He'll come out here. That'd for be sure. awesome. He would love to come out here. Like yeah. he has a great story. Um, good dude. Like Michigan guy. Yeah. Um, he actually might. I actually might do that because he's. I think he's coming out here next month. F- to do because he actually expanded his program. Now he has one in Denver. Well, one in Colorado and one in Michigan. And
1: and one thing, the reason I come to these pitch deck,
0: whatever tech meetings
1: with mm-hmm. the founders and things like that is, essentially with insurance and, and being a franchise owner, it, there isn't nece- there really isn't a necessity for like me to raise funds because mm-hmm. it's you would call it bootstrap. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I mean yeah. We make a decent amount of revenue to just reinvest. But I'm thinking of trying to take that pitch and do more of like an affiliate like, like an affiliate like network investor. Okay. You know what I mean? Where somebody could come in with a huge ass network. And I can show them, hey, look, if you've got 15, 20 people underneath you selling insurance, you know, you're know you going to make an extra 15, 20 grand a month, but you'll build pass- like a book of business. Mm-hmm. That'll pay you passively, yep. and all we need is your network. So I right. just need you to go get a license, take pictures that you like are like a sponsor with the company, tell mm-hmm. people to come work here, and we'll build you a book of business. Because like, I spend my whole time, I live here, you know what I mean? Right. So I'm 24-7, teaching people how to sell life insurance. It's going to grow my company. It's going to make them money. So I go to those to try to... Take that terminology because I so I could pitch it better opposed to you want to be a recruiter for the company, right? Because right. it sounds better when you're like, Hey, would you like to invest your network, right? And so Shay's ear works with our company, oh, okay? So really. that's really where I got the so idea. So his network is huge, yeah. His network's huge. He posts a few pictures, videos, and it's like, like, yeah. And mm-hmm. then we just train the people and he gets a couple bucks. That's
0: what's up, yeah. That's pretty cool,
1: yeah. And I'm thinking like some of these athletes, especially
0: the ones that like build up a little
1: bit of fame, but they don't have like LeBron fame, mm-hmm. dude, you've got a couple people that well, it's
0: like. Well, cause they're trustworthy. They know Trustworthy. I've seen you when you were struggling, I've seen you like come up. Yep. Like I know your story, like you develop. And then look, now Now, my, my my friend Derek is training all these people's kids, Yep. you know? So, and then the kids who are older, they're training, he's training the younger ones now, referrals. So yep. it's like, it's very similar. Like even when I was doing personal training, like personal training is very similar to that. Like yeah. I started with a book of business, I did good. They started telling more people, they started telling more people, then people started seeing that like the people I trained were getting results. So it's just like,
1: now are you hundred percent essentially self reliable off house
0: of trade now? Yeah. 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 For the most part. I actually, it's funny that you say that I actually, if it's all trade too, how, where's the compensation? Yeah. So, uh, it's just, a perc- uh, we charge like a percentage, not a percentage, transaction. There, it's a transaction fee. Um, we're going to, a we're looking at another, a couple of few other models. Um, right now, so right now we're taking a little, not hiatus, but we're like in a building phase right now. Um, we're adding a few things that we got cooking. We got some things cooking for the next year. And do you guys have investors Then No. We, everything right now we've done, we bootstrapped. everything. Okay. We got a lot. We have a lot of people who want to. Not a lot. We have yeah. some people who, I don't like to use the word a lot. Yeah. We have some people who want to invest, but I just want to keep them at bay right now. Yeah. to see how much we can do on our own. And then when we actually need somebody is pull them in.
1: Now for the audience, for those of you that didn't know what bootstrap mean, like I didn't know, like four or six months ago, explain bootstrap. You probably explained it better than me. Yeah.
0: So uh, it's I'm sure you could, but bootstrap is essentially like you're using all your own funds, all your own resources to build your business. Yes. You're not asking for outside income. You're not asking from friends and family. It's everything on your own, your own money. Yep. Yep. Bootstrap guys.
1: Bootstrap. I, I think bootstrap's a good way to... It really, when you show investors, too, it's like, hey, look, I've spent the first six months investing everything. Because I hear that. They're like,
0: I like that you bootstrapped for six months Yeah, because when I come it, to these things. Well, I think the reason why they like it is because it shows, like, you're, you're not investment. leaning on someone else. Yeah. Like, you're exhausting your resources. You're doing what you can. Why do I want to invest in something you're not? You're not even trying. Yeah, you don't even yourself. believe it. Well, it's funny you say that because my mom said that to me. My mom said, I will not give you a dollar. And I was like, this is my mom. Yeah. And I'm like, she believes in me probably yeah. more than anybody else. She'll, like... If I told her I could fly, she was like, yep, he definitely can fly. And she was like, I'm not gonna invest into you until I know you invested in yourself. And I'm like, what does that even mean? I'm like, I'm investing in myself. She goes, you have more money than most people do, just sitting around. I'm like, w- what are you talking about? She goes, your sneakers. When you start selling your sneakers, I know you're serious about your business. I probably liquidated like half my collection. What was, what, was there a favorite one you let go of? I almost let go of them, and the transaction didn't go through. It, and I'm like kind of hesitant on them now. The, the Travis Scotts that I was referring Tra- to, yeah, the Travis Scott fours. I I sold them, yeah, for 800, and the transaction messed up somehow, and so I still have. them. So those are still your favorite. Those are still my favorite, but I think I'm going to pull. I, I think I'm going to take them off because the origin story behind them. Yeah, but part of me wants to sell them and then get the, or trade them and get the 15. I still want to trade to get the 15 for them. Yeah. I, that's that's my goal.
1: Now, what
0: about your second favorite pair of shoes that you have right now? Man, so these, con- I was actually wore them, I've actually posted them on TikTok. Um, the Air Max One Concepts Mellow. They're like, it's so, gorgeous. it's a gorgeous shoe. My
1: favorite shoe right now is the, uh, I want to say they're a le- the Adapts.
0: Oh, yeah, with the ones that, like, yeah. self-lacing? Yeah. That, yeah, that
1: technology is crazy to me. Nuts. That technology is crazy. The me. left one sometimes, like, will, like, not trigger to charge. Uh-huh. And I'll, like, go to put them on and be, like, oh, like kind of, like, like micro-depressed. I'm, like, ah, here goes these. First world problems. Yeah, these fucking shoes <laughs> don't work now. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? I'm looking, I'm like, they were you're expensive, like, dude. I was, like, growing like, up, like, how like we grew up, dude, I, was, like, I paid I paid twelve fifty for those. Oh, Cause I got them after I didn't get, resale. yeah, I got to resale and I didn't, I don't even think I got them like brand, like brand new. Oh even. really? Yeah. Where'd you get them from? Uh, my, I had, I had someone broker through stock X. Like okay. I don't, tr- like, okay. I don't know what it, I was like, I don't know if I want to tr- it'd be hard to mimic, you know what I mean? To mimic mm. that technology. Yeah. So I was like, so I had, a I guy don't go think through they're, StockX. F- they're
0: not faking those. It's just too much. Yeah, you're, it's too much. But
1: I remember going to sneaker cons, and me and my boys, we were hustlers. We would go on like these Chinese websites, and we oh, would yeah, buy yeah. like fake Yeezys and things like Man, that. Man, that's and, so
0: frowned upon now.
1: Oh, I could <laughs> imagine. I. That's why I like have a horrible feeling. I'm like, oh,
0: I remember what I used to do. But you know what? <laughs> like, there's people who were doing it. Like everybody was doing it. Like I never did it because this. It just. I just never had the. We opportunity. got
1: the Red Octobers. And. I don't think we got, we were able to sell them cuz people knew how broke we yeah, were. And They like, were like, well they knew how broke I was and I was trying to market them and mm-hmm. they were like, "As soon as I post are like,
0: yeah." They, well cuz it's just, It's something that like people are, like going to like they're going to like do some work to verify those cuz they're yeah. just cause oh they're reselling my God. out for, like almost 20 grand. Yes, easy. 20 grand and I remember when they first dropped on Sneakers app and I tried to get them and I was like, uh, didn't think twice about it, missing on them." And now I look, I'm like, oh my god, I wish I didn't miss on them. Uh, but if you guys don't know, like, if you see these shoes he has on right now, super clean.
1: Like these. These feel really super good. Super clean, and glad, I'm, not, I'm glad I get to flex them too.
0: <laughs> and we were like, we were talking about before we got on air, like, like I don't really do the high fashion, but this is probably a pair that well, I would like not these. mind. I wouldn't mind grabbing those. Yeah, because that's like a these. nice summer sneaker right there. Yeah, and
1: and the thing is, is I'm so like. Don't care. I'm gonna make it a winter sneaker too. Probably. Oh, so I hate yeah. the salt though. That's another thing with Chicago. I almost like feel like I need to like wa- like tiptoe mm-hmm. on my foot. Like when yeah. I'm walking into the gym. it's so and, shit. and stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I like to wear my Jordans in the gym. Yeah. Like I, I try my best. You See, p- I have sneakers is, like, separate for everything. Yes. Everything. I have p- pretty much for the day. You know what I mean? Like I know which day is gonna like elicit more of a crease so I'm like yeah I'm gonna wear I think I, I don't know what they'd be the I got black 13s over there all mm-hmm. black oh the
0: black uh, oh 13s all you black. see them right there in the corner oh yeah uh the cap uh they look like the cap and gowns not the cap and gowns what are they called P- uh, I want to just say I, I can't P- think of Pyr- what, black. I don't know P- I, is that fours the P- it was a pirate black no the pirate black is Yeezys yeah those yeah,
1: yeah I
0: can't I see them but I just can't remember what they were called yeah we can't we all those nicknames I get lost. Sometimes. I like the pure. The
1: pure monies are probably pure nice, monies. Right? I remember
0: those came out when I was like, you know those those sixes you got over there. Yeah, sixes I had are those. My me and my brothers had those growing up, and we like loved them. We was like, oh, we gonna get them again, and we did it.
1: I love them, and then I have the hairs beside mm-hmm. too. I like. I mm-hmm. think that was a classic. Yeah, and I got the black and white. Excuse me. I forget what those are called, but those are classic. I like levens, sixes, sevens. That's pretty much. See, my I'm eight. a
0: one, three, four. Fives, I got a couple. Elevens, I got one or two. Like, I like elevens. I just don't think they look great on my feet because I have huge feet.
1: Yeah, so. see, and I don't like the ones because I don't feel like they don't fit like my like.
0: Because I like to wear shorts, uh, you know what I mean. So and like, see that's why I got. I like the lows. The lows are coming. Yeah, out. I have the high tops. Yeah, so see, like, I like the lows. With shorts. The lows then, look cool. Yeah. And then the highs when I wear like. But I pants feel like the lows look like cooler with like a
1: taller dude. I'm like right in between short and tall. See. I'm like the one where you like tell your tell girls you're six yeah, foot, but you're really yeah, like, like, five, five ten, eight. five <laughs> eleven. Like I'm look, cause you know she ain't six foot, like <laughs> yeah, I'm six foot. She like, all right. She, I don't yeah, like going you tell her girls that Yeah, <laughs> she really like five seven, you just an inch over, you're like, I'm, you know, I'm like no oh, like I'm five nine, five ten. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. But uh so and then so caught up to now, kinda what's like your future vision?
0: um yeah so like i said so i got so a few things have changed since i from 2020 till now i got a new co-founder her name is dr collier griffin um phenomenal phenomenal mind like she's taken what i vision and just ran with it like yeah and i actually met her at like one of these tech events um she saw my shoes the shoes i were referring to earlier and she just came and we like instantly had a connection i was like we got to meet. We did you have a out. bad partnership prior to this? It wasn't bad. It just didn't work out. I don't yep. want to like, I'm not going to badmouth it. It just didn't work out. Yes. It just wasn't a good, it yep. just didn't work out. Like Just lack of compatibility. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, That's a great perspective yeah, to have. I, like, she didn't do anything wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. It just We just felt like, you did, know, things weren't moving. Did you have out. to split any equity when you guys? Well, we actually just ha- had um, that conversation and. She's going to get whatever she invested back in the company and we'll get all the equity back. Okay. You know. Okay. That makes you know? sense. Yeah. Um, just to keep it clean. What material do you study?
1: Are you a YouTube books? Or are you, is, you, is there a mentor outside of your dad?
0: It's a few things. Um, I don't really use YouTube like that except to watch like music videos here and there. But I do like, so I do like a hybrid research thing. So I have a book, but I'll listen to the audio. Yeah, and I do the there, same shit. So then if there's something in there that I want to like put my eyes on, I'll stop it, find it in the book, highlight it and then I'll look at it in the book. What's your favorite book? Right, honestly, the book that like I really like listened to twice was uh, Shoe Dog. I got Shoe dog. Yeah. Shoe Dog. That's is, a, that's an incredible story, bro. It's such a great book. Cuz it's, it's such his a great dad book. didn't
1: believe in him, right? Nobody like did. nobody believed and in him. And then the guy
0: who believed in him like and it's crazy because now Everything I'm watching is tying back into the Shoe Dog book. So, like, if you – I don't know if you've seen Winning Time, the show about the Lakers. No. So that's a good show. a show. I did great Last show. Man. That was, that's about it. What show? The, the
1: Last Dance. Oh, Last yeah. Dance. Last, last Dance. Man.
0: Last Dance. So it kind of ties into that a little bit, too. Yeah. So Last Dance talked about how, like, Michael Jordan didn't want to do the interview and uh, didn't want to take the meeting with Nike and it being probably the best thing for him, obviously. Yes. So then – but also what you don't hear about is, like, Spencer Hayward. He was one of the original guys who Nike approached and they get, tried to give him equity. He said no. Magic Johnson, he, they wanted him to sign with Nike. They tried to give him equity in company, they said no. So Magic Johnson would have got $5.2 billion if he took the deal with Nike. Stop, do, you, Spencer do they ever mention this shit, boo? Yep, Spencer Haywood, I just read an article would have got $15 billion. Stop, no, not dude. as a 15, it's like somewhere like $10 billion. If he took the deal with Nike, because Nike, he wasn't. I'm saying yes to everything. Well, it's in it years at that time. Like now we're like more aware of what equity can do. Yeah. I don't I don't want to say in the 70s and the 80s, they really understood. Because it was like, oh, Nike's a startup. It's going to flop. Adidas was on. Converse was booming. So it's like you're telling a kid to turn down at that time. A hundred grand is like the equivalent of like what? 500K? In minimum, with especially with inflation right? this year. So turn that down to like get equity in a company that you don't know is going to do well. Yeah like you know but like you got to really have a vision to see that yeah absolutely and like they wanted to make like a like the Jordan was supposed to be a Magic Johnson sneaker yeah like it's supposed to be the Air Magic and they and they they, they pitched Magic Johnson as like a, this is a air like this yeah. is the Air Magic however you want to do it we can do it that way rings or stats to judge an nba player i think it's a combination of a lot of things all right well then let me just ask you who's your favorite player of all time my favorite player of all time is lebron and here's why uh. To me, here's why. <laughs> LeBron, to me, I look at it like this when you ask me that question particularly. Yes. Who would I want my son to be? All right. I would, like, and if anybody. That's definitely a great you argument. You can ask anybody that. There's nobody who would say they would want their son to be Michael Jordan over LeBron James. You'd be lying. Yeah, what well, his character
1: outside of the court, but I don't. I've not watched basketball enough because the only argument I ever hear is Jordan didn't play the same level, the skill level of players. I get is that. Is the only argument that I'll but hear.
0: I, this is my whole thing. You because I'm a big rings. I'm like the dude has more rings. Well, I and look if you ask me who I, who's number who's the goat, I'll say Jordan. Yeah. I'll say Jordan's a goat.
1: Now, if you were to ask me who do I want my son to be, I'm going to say the character. LeBron James' character, like at all watching The Last Dance, I got nothing but respect, and I would love to meet Michael Jordan. I would still tell him. I was like, I got nothing but respect for you. But the slip-ups with the, the gambling. Well, yeah, I don't know if
0: I'd want my son to punch right, deep her in the mouth. Right, Like, There's shit <laughs> stories about Michael Jordan. Yeah. I've never heard a shit story about LeBron. No, the dude. The worst thing you've heard about LeBron is, is uh, what is it, the decision. That's a bad. That's the worst thing you've ever done in your What's career. The decision? the decision when he decided to go to Miami Heat and he did like the press conference. You never seen that? The decision? Man, see, oh, yeah, see the decision. So, so, so Mike Lebron's big first free agency. He was either leaving the Cavs or he's going to like the Lakers or there's a few teams. I don't know if the Lakers are one of them. So he decided to go to Miami Heat, but he did like a press conference. ESPN approached him about it and he was like, "Hey, I'll do this under one circumstance." He did it. Everybody gave him flag for it, but come to find out the only reason he did it because ESPN donated all the money to the boys and girls club of Akron and the boys and the boys and girls club of, I think it's somewhere in Connecticut where he actually did it. Okay. And that's the only reason he did it, but nobody really talks about that. He said, Oh, he's selfish. He did a decision. But if you ask me, would you rather live in Miami or Ohio now? Ohio, where you lived your entire life as an adult and as a kid, or you go to start new as a young multi-millionaire playing basketball, a, and you can go with your best friend Dwayne du- Wade to Miami. What are you going to decide? To me, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, like yeah. how many times in your life as an athlete you get to pick and choose where you want to go? Yeah, like even as a worker, like as an employee of a business, when do you get to pick and choose where you want to go? Yeah, like if somebody said, "Hey, you lived in Cleveland, but hey." We're gonna pay you more, and you can move to Miami. You're gonna say no. Yep. Now, do you have a favorite artist? Yeah, Rick Ross. Rick, Rick Ross is my guy. Rick is the first time I've ever heard Rick Ross. Rick Ross is my guy. I love that. I love Rick Ross, music because he has that luxury rap. Because like when I listen to Rick Ross, it don't matter how I was. It doesn't matter if I'm rich, poor, whatever. I always he always makes me feel like yo, I'm that guy. Yeah. Like when I hear his music, I'm like yo, I feel like yeah, I could do that shit. Did you hear the snippet from? Do you like DJ Khaled? I, I do. I do. Did you
1: hear the God did snippet? Mm-mm. I gotta. I don't know if this will get copyrighted. Probably will. I gotta play this because it sounds
0: so fucking good to me. But like Rick Ross is like, and I'll say this: Rick Ross has never had a bad song and never had a bad album. I can say that about. Jim. I like
1: all his songs. I yeah. don't think
0: I've come across one and be like, ah, oh, uh, I is don't us. like it. Yeah. but like, I don't think he's like the goat. But I think he's in a conversation. consistent. He's so consistent. He's consistent. He's so consistent. Do you have anything new coming out? He just came out with an album, um, maybe like a month and a half ago, a month ago.
1: What's the best song on
0: it? Oh, I got my speaker on. But look, not so DJ's cu-
1: he's coming out with a new album. Oh, and it? I heard this. And I'm not a big Khaled fan, yeah. but
0: he's got like catchy tunes. He always makes whatever he be puts be on, on his album is a hit. This is catchy, right? He just doesn't make bad music. He's
1: oh, got like that black gospel vibe, uh-huh. yeah. And I grew up in church like that. yeah. yeah.
0: It's like the who's on that? Is that boys fire i don't know i just
1: found it on it just got dropped on youtube it's just a clip of and i don't know who's singing that yeah i think it's you played just thing. a short
0: amount just so you don't have to like copyright that yeah
1: i don't know what i feel like sometimes too we don't get like as much publicity through
0: this podcast where it's like we could just do and say whatever without yeah. anything getting like taken yeah. down yet but yeah but like rick ross is my guy like and i also like and let me say this I look at people who embody the way I want to be or like I would see myself in these situations. Yeah. So like everybody's like, Oh, who's your guy? Like you asked me like LeBron. I see myself more as a LeBron type person. Yeah. So that's why I like. So opposed to associating yourself with the
1: object or material materialist person, the ma- person's manifested, you look more at like the, the person, whole, yeah, the whole the package. Person, like,
0: like That's unique. Most yeah. people really
1: just look at they look at like the end
0: result like and the, they don't look at like Right. The, like, oh Jordan won all these rings. Jordan did this, Jordan did that. You look more power than but Jordan also had to get him that Jordan there is a controversy or a theory that he is the reason why his father was killed. Like yeah, I don't want those things associated to me. So like but LeBron is like he started his own school, like he gives back to his communities, like he's always at his kids games like that's always who, there always at his kids games i'm like dude and his like, kids have
1: and to keep and how many how many kids does he have his
0: three and are they all boys or is he got he has a two boys and a little girl but his little girl has a youtube show and he's on it like you know what i'm saying like, dude. and to, to so to raise two young black men
1: around that much money and them not to get in trouble right you know I'm many like kid like kids
0: like rich kids they just it's inevitable right so like for me it's just like I, I'll say this on this podcast because I've said it to many people and I want to put it out there. I do not like when black people hate on LeBron James. Yeah. I do not like it bothers me to my core because he is the example. He's a great figure. He's like he's a Superman example. for the for like the, the yeah, black culture. Yeah, because the thing is, he's a guy who was raised by a single mother, high school sweetheart, married her, had kids. Loyal. Whatever. Never heard nothing, dude. Nothing, you know. So then for him to do that, make money, invest back in this community. Let's even go step back. All his boys are put on. Rich Paul, super agent in the NBA. Maverick Carter, super producer with, with uh uninterrupted. Like, how do we hate on LeBron? Like, I just don't understand it. Yeah, the more you dissect it, dude. Like, how do you it hate even? It opens him? my eyes. Like, how do you hate on him? Like, I get it. Like, he doesn't have the six rings, but man, ten finals. Like, let's let's talk about that.
1: Now, the Jordan shoe is better than. LeBron. <laughs> I'll say that. I'll yeah. give you that.
0: I'll give you that. Actually, I collect. I have all Lebrons from. One I love now. the corks. Yeah. That like now sneakers and it's name, Michael Jordan, a thousand times over yeah. LeBron, a thousand. Like I'll pick a hundred Jordans over one LeBron. Yep. But I just said just like the whole package I look at and I was like, I got to go with LeBron for me personally, because even like like your whole crew is like successful. Yeah. Like he didn't give them money, he put them in positions to win. Yeah. Like we look at that and we're like, oh man, like how many people we look like athletes you heard of they gave their boys money and they bought their money. But like yeah. he gave their boys power. Like he had an agent his first year, let his boy Rich Paul follow around his agent. Second year he goes, he released his agent, Rich Paul's my agent now. That's my boy. Rich Paul knows how to do this now. Rich Paul has the biggest team in the NBA. Yeah. Like LeBron puts his people in positions to win. And I just like, like, and this is one thing I will say about the argument, the rings. Six and four, six will always trump four. What I don't like is everybody's like, well LeBron lost in the finals. To me, if you do not win the championship, you lost. I don't care if it's in the finals or I don't care if it's in the first round. So LeBron, Michael Jordan is not 6-0 and in the finals. LeBron is, Michael Jordan is six, he has six rings, but he's not 6-0. and Every season he played, if he didn't win the championship, he lost. Yep. LeBron just got further and lost, but you still lost. I don't care when you lose in the season. If I agree you with lose, that. if you don't win the championship, you lost. Yeah, I agree with that. So I don't know how many seasons Michael Jordan played. Like, off the top of my head, what? Well, so Michael Jordan's what six and twelve. Yep. Let's say that he played eighteen seasons. He's six and twelve. LeBron is four and, and what sixteen? Whatever. Yeah. But that's not like how many guys play twenty seasons never win a ring? Vince Carter? How many rings does he have? He played twenty two seasons. Yeah. You know, like, I don't knock what Le- Jordan has done. I don't. And knock if you have the ring conversation, I hear, does Bill Russell have 11? Bill Russell has 10 rings. 10 rings. I just, think, I just think you have to look at the whole package. And I still I still will put Jordan over LeBron, but let's not just ride the 6-0 and oh in the finals. Yeah. Let's, let's not do that. Have you ever met either of them? I, I played against LeBron in high school. This dude was, like, unreal, ungodly. Yeah. Like, he's just, he just doesn't try. Do you think he'll get another ring? I do think he'll snag one more. Um, you think he'll play with his son he's i think he'll stay and play this is what i think i think he'll stay with his to play with his son and if his other son is really killing it i think he might stick around do you so do you think uh now will his son have to go straight to the league i think his son will have to do two years in high school, in college two years in college I, just, I think he'll get drafted if he came out i just don't think i just don't think so he'll you, stick around now is he
1: a senior He's a junior now. So you think LeBron's got four more years? So this is a senior coming up. You think Le- LeBron has four more years in him? I don't know, Because that's what he would have to do to, for the oldest, right? He'd have to do four more no, years. No, he would
0: have to do – so this senior year high school, he'd have to do three more seasons. And then the season he would start with his son would he'd, technically be the fourth. It They'll be the – one, two. It'll, no, the season to start with his son would be the third. Third? Yeah, because so that's get... if he wasn't done. That's if his son wasn't done. I don't think – so I think it will be four. Yeah, so f- so four. I think he can. Yeah,
1: I can see. T- I mean, as much as you invest back into your body and Million how dollars, old is he?
0: His LeBron, thirty seven. Thirty seven. Yeah, forty one. Forty one. A- not- but the thing is, like LeBron's playing at an insanely high level. So like, yeah. this is the thing. It's like is his ego getting away and say, hey, do I have to slow down, or does he go like I'm gonna still like I'm gonna slow down and just be like a mid level guy, or I'm gonna keep being LeBron? Yeah, that's what I think. I have to decide. The look in his eyes looks like he still wants to be. Le- Man, LeBron. to him to go out in the Drew League. I think him missing a playoffs was helpful for him to yeah. rest his body. You know, because like the way he was playing in the Drew League was like insane. Yeah, insane. So I'm gonna say this to you. I'm gonna put this out there and blast. If I have a t- if I have a league here, I need you to sponsor a team. Yeah, I need you to sponsor a team. Just get these. I'm no, going to put it out there whatever whatever it takes. Put it out in the universe that you sponsor a team. Yes. I like call, the idea of that. Call, call your guys up. Call yeah. some guys up. Maybe you get uh Ryan Seager to 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 get his influence to get one yeah. of these guys like cuz I want to get a team, a house of trade team and my ideal team. I know he's old, but I I can't get him now. But I want a bunch of Virginia like Virginia DC guys. Yeah. So I want to get like Allen Iverson to be the coach. I want to get like Orlando Morning I want to get uh, Kevin Durant on the team because he's a D.C. Maryland guy. I want to get- um, He just did a, like, a, people are mad at him, right? From nah, the, he'd be all right. Be all right? He'd be all right. Like, Kevin Durant, like, I just hate when people like get so mad at athletes. Like, dude, let him live their life. Like, yeah. If I can choose, I don't want to be somewhere. Where's he right? going? I think, honestly, I think him and Kyrie Irving still end up back in Brooklyn. I just think it's too much to move them. Yeah. I think I think Kevin Durant would be back in Brooklyn. I just I just don't think you can move him. He's just too valuable. Yeah. And people he want too much and they're not budging. And I'm like, I think I'll say this. I really think the Lakers should try to go after Kevin Durant and not Kyrie Irving. Nobody's talked about that. But if I'm the Lakers, I'm like, hey, you want two first rounds for Kyrie, I'll give you two first rounds for Kevin Durant. I'll give you Russell Westbrook. I'll give you Horton Tucker and somebody else. If I'm the Lakers, I take that trade because LeBron, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis, you get some mid-level point guard like uh, Dennis Schroeder, and then you bring in whoever, You're that's a championship team that can compete with the Warriors. Yeah. I'm just saying. I would look at trying to bring – and then you move – you can move LeBron to a two or Kevin Durant to a two, LeBron to a three, AD at a four or a five. That's a – I love a lineup. Just throwing it out there. Now, do you have any hobbies outside of house of trade and basketball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love to work out. I love to weight lift. Um, That's, like, my sanctuary. That's where I, like, I clear my head. Um, Like, so some people like to meditate. I like to lift weights. Like, just put my my AirPods in and just go at it. Go crazy. Um, I actually do love, love fashion. Like, I'm super into fashion. I love, like, seeing new trends. You have a favorite brand right now? Actually, I like fear, uh, Essentials, the Fear of God stuff. Yeah. I really like their stuff a lot. I like the very basic stuff right now. Do you have a vintage shirt on? Me? No, did you when I saw you at the tech event? Did you have yeah, a I Yeah, tr- yeah, yeah. I yeah. like that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I like big, that, too. I like I a Tupac. A, it and a, biggie. Yeah, a vintage, it was a vintage Rodman tee. Yep. I love Rodman tees. That's my thing. Yep. Like I love Dennis Rodman. They go hard. I looked at yeah. it. I was like, that's a hard-ass yeah. shirt. Because like, I like the way they make it. Like, It still feels like the old it feels like you distra- I like the feel of the old tees. Like I don't like the yeah. new tees yep. that look old, but they don't feel. Old. Yeah, I yep. like the old feel. Um, outside of it, I um, love hanging out with my son. I love to like be so outside. So he's in Chicago. He's in Michigan. Okay, um, but he's a huge sports kid. Yep. Um, we wa- he likes wa- playing football. I love watching him play. He's dynamo quarterback. Let's go. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Um, quarterback and point guard. Um. I just love being outside, man. Like, yeah. Being outside, chilling. Um, Food, movies, any of that? Love movies. What's your favorite? Coming to America. Coming to America? Do you like coming to America too? No. Um, I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would. Yeah. I'll say that. It was like a recap of the first one and then just like, okay, let's make this a little. Do you have a top three favorite movies? Yeah. Coming to America, Inside Man with Denzel it's... Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. Let me look at the description of that again. I'm I've, I've pretty sure I've seen like all. Oh, you know what? I'm going to take that out. Coming to America, Dark Knight. Yeah. And, man, it got to be one of those Marvel movies, man. I love them, George. Yeah, I don't know. I can't pick one, though. Because I love Civil War. I love Infinity Wars. I love Endgame. I love Black Panther. So I think I'll just say Marvel verse is my third one. The The, the whole Marvel verse is my third one. I put that down in my top 10. And then, like, outside of that genre, I would say, like, a. I don't know. It's hard to not be like a young black kid and not like have like some affinity to Scarface. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, or like Scarface, Scarface Belly, is like my number two. Scarface, Belly, Paid in Full. The Belly Shirts Go Hard. Mm-hmm. Like uh, like those are the movies I kind of grew up on, like Scarface. Yeah. When I was living in New York, they they filmed Belly where I was living. Wow. Yeah. So that was crazy to see growing up, like see DMX and Nas. Yeah. L. Cool J went to my church. Wow. So, yeah. So I went was, to the
1: Brooklyn Tabernacle once.
0: Really? Yeah. Do you like it?
1: Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I went up there. I, the only time I've been to New York was for a missions trip. I think I was okay. fifteen or something like that. Okay. We were in Brooklyn serving people. Yeah, it's super cool. historical. Like you could walk anywhere super. to
0: see something crazy. Like you walk down the street, you might walk like past Spike Lee. Like, yeah, that's New York for you. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah,
1: like you have a favorite restaurant for Chicago? Favorite place to eat? Even doesn't even have to be a crazy
0: restaurant. Man, that's probably the hardest question. That's the me. app that Kenny had me download. Yes, yes, I love wings. But the best wing I've had here, I don't know. My favorite restaurant, I don't know. It's a, it's a, I don't want to say, the best burger I had was at the Dearborn. Um, I don't want to say a commercial restaurant I like STK, but that was really good. Yep. Uh, man, that's, this is a question. Portillo's is good. Like, let's yeah. just call it, Like Portillo's is good. Like, you know, like. I didn't like it. You really? Yeah. I, I don't mean like don't Pertillo. you gotta say it. I like, I'm not
1: from I like Sonic more than Pertillo's uh, That's is, I compare them. Sonic is really good. People people sleep on Sonic. I love Sonic, Sonic is fired. I love Sonic. If I like, really wanna cheat and like like you know what I
0: mean, just fuck the diet up. I'll get like a chili cheese dog. Sonic or is dude. so good, bro. I can't even hate Sonic is really good. Oh, oh. Sonic is yeah. really good. Oh man. I gotta give you a better answer than Sonic though. Chicago restaurant. I don't want to say Portillo's, I can't say Portillo's, but it was good. I liked it. Now, you do you know? see yourself in Chicago for the foreseeable future? I do. Cause the tech scene here in Chicago is booming right now. Number two city in the world. Mm-hmm. And then number one for like the marginalized community and minorities to very diversified. Yeah. Cause I, like I it almost te- makes
1: it more warm too, with it, it
0: being so diversified. You don't feel like an outcast. It does because I've been to these events and they're predominantly white. Yeah. You know? and you don't feel comfortable in those spaces as much No, and so, i'm
1: light-skinned as hell yeah and i'll be there like i'm like oh man, i my dark is here <laughs> uh, it's kind of awkward and i'm like white
0: <laughs> but like you have that then you start developing that like that like uh what is it what's that what's the thing called i can't i used to say all the time Uh, you don't feel like you belong there. Yeah. You know, like, I was like, I don't feel like I belong here. And there's every type of people.
1: Oh, okay, the imposter, yeah.
0: I feel like imposter syndrome, like, I don't belong here. Because, like, I didn't go to Stanford. I didn't go to Yale. I didn't go to Harvard. I didn't go to these big schools. And then I don't have a degree in tech. I don't have a degree in business. I just was a guy who started a business because I was super passionate. And I was like, I'm going to work harder than you. I might not know all this stuff, but I definitely will outwork you. So I just use that to get where I'm at, and you know, meet some good people. Like Claude, he's like a dynamo in the industry. Like he's somebody you want to get on here, Claude. Yeah, the, set it up. Yeah, Any Claude is definitely somebody you want to. Like he is probably the hottest person in the tech scene in Chicago right now. And what's he do? He's he works for P33. He's the organizer of like all these events. He's like the connector. Like he's the reason why I found my co-founder. Wow. Like he is that guy right
1: now. So he could like help me find people that would actually listen to me about Thousand Percent. That would be I'm Thousand definitely percent. gonna text you about that then. Thousand percent. Like he that is up. that guy
0: right now. Like he had pushed a T at an event. That's insane. That yeah. was the tech event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's insane. Yep, yeah, he's he is the connector. Yep. Um, like you know, I'm very thankful to meet somebody like him. Like he's helped me a lot in terms of like just getting where I need to go. Is um, it a white dude? Nothing no, he's it. Black. He's black. See he's black now guy. that's he's a, and nuts. he's Haitian and he's only twenty four years old. He had the big chain on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yep. He's 100% authentic who he is. Where's Jordan's? Yeah. Where's his dream chaser chain? If you really want to get in touch with him, just just hit him up on Twitter and mention something about Meek Mill, and I guarantee you he'll he'll talk to you. Okay. I guarantee. But he's not a guy who's like so big time that he just won't like he won't he'll talk to anybody. Like yeah. He's not that guy. He's not that type of guy. Like he's very like down to earth. Like he works hard. You know he plays hard. But like. Does he play a sport too? No, uh I think he's a soccer guy. Oh, okay. But he one of his goals is he wants to own a basketball team. You know, that's one of my goals. Yeah. I want to own a basketball team. And I don't and I'll say this. I wanna put this out there too. I didn't start house to trade to make money. I started house to trade because I want to get back to my community. Like yeah. my goal is I wanna start an after school program where it, it provides kids the opportunity to explore they create, they explore anything. So if they want to be a mechanic, I want to have a gym. Yeah. I mean, not a gym. A, a, excuse me, a garage. Yeah. If they want to be an athlete, I have like I teach them about nutrition. What they call
1: that in high school? That trade stuff where you can like get out of class and go. I don't do, know what it was called. I don't. Know I what, remember stuff yeah, like that, yeah. and I feel like it should start sooner. I yeah. feel like you should start like middle Let, school. Yeah,
0: I want to like because I want to cultivate these things because I think a lot of times and like, know, like really it, expand out. Yeah, like, like I want to do computer science. I want to do science. I yeah. want to do, like, hey, if you want to be a nutritionist, I, I want to teach every kid about nutrition. Because I think a lot of times is like, we don't know what we don't know. Like, we think, oh, well, I'm eating this, and this is healthy. But, like, just because it's organic doesn't mean it's healthy, you know? And I just think, like, we always put like, – they always try to put at least us in this box of, like, you going to be an athlete or entertainer? Athlete or entertainer. And I'm like, look, I don't want to build a facility to, to make the next – Denzel Washington, the next LeBron. Like I wanna be the next like Bob Johnson, the next Connollys Rice, or whatever it may be. Like just expand our our talents yes. outside and expose people to things because I never knew I wanted to have a tech company until I got exposed to it and I tried to do it. Now I'm like this is something that I love and I wanna be in the space. Like I always thought I wanted to run a gym. Then I ran a gym and I absolutely hated it. You know, exposing people, exposing those communities to different things. Like I want the after school programmer like It's self-sustaining, we don't need government money. Because then government money tries to control what we can do. Where we pick up the kids from after school, we get them like a little snack, we cultivate their skills, we have tutors who are in these spaces that they struggle with. Because sometimes, a lot of times it's like, if you go home and you're doing trigonometry, I can't help my son with that. Yeah. You know, and there's some parents who are like, they they just barely graduated from high school or like they graduate from college or whatever they may, and they don't still remember this stuff. So just allowing them to be successful. Um, and then like, hey, they have to get back to the community as well. So like part of the program is they would be in like, like we do like a Habitat for Humanity. Like we go clean up a park. We go like donate our time at a soup kitchen. That's part of what they have to do. Yeah. So then like when they go to college, hey, your first year, we provide you with, we pay for your books. We pay for your bedding. We pay for your school supplies. So like you're not worried about these financial strains of college because mm-hmm. sometimes kids don't go to college because like yeah the tuition is paid for but like what about everyday living? Yeah. Like what about everyday living? Like how many times when in college I'm like yo, I'm hungry. And like you eating oodles and noodles. Like yeah. I'm scrambling. You know, so, like, I want to the program to be so big that it just takes care of itself. Yeah. And then eventually expand. Like, I want to start in Virginia. I want to have one in Chicago. I want to have one in all these communities where it's just, like, this national thing. So, like, if you're in this program, you can go to L.A. Yeah. And be like, oh, I was in this program, too. Da, da, da. I want to give back. I want yeah. to give back. I want to give back. So that's the reason why, like, I want House of Trade to be big so I can develop something like that. So I can. Use it as an We can, can have the next Chris and Tristan. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, the next. If we have the next LeBron, that's cool. Yeah. That's not or the next Rich Paul, the Maverick Carters, and stuff like that. But I just don't want to see it put in these boxes. I want them. Yeah. I want us to create and just be these the next whatever we want to be.
1: Facts. Now, is there anything else on your mind that you want to share as we wrap up? Look out for House of trade in 2023 where can people find house of trade can, uh, they, can they do anything where can they go to trade like we're where, yeah where so do right now
0: right now we're just we're in a building stage like I said earlier um so the website is active but it's not allowing people to trade yeah so I would just say the best thing right now is just follow some social media house of trade underscore INC. um follow me on Instagram C underscore hollows for updates um my co-founder, Life by C and G, uh, and just watch for us in 2023. We got some things cooking, man. Um, we're going to enter that Web three space. Um, I, I can't give too much right now, you know, for obvious reasons. What's the Web three again? I need to hear. Web three is like uh, the blockchain. The blockchain and is that crypto. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's attached to crypto, but not necessarily just crypto. But it is attached to that crypto. A lot of people are scared and weary of crypto right now. Yeah. So Web three is just like trading NFTs. Uh, it's a little bit more than that. I can't tell too much, but it is like, it is dealing with NFTs. It is dealing with the blockchain. Um, just what's like, the blockchain? It's like a digital contract, okay. Digital contract, like receipts, digital receipts. Okay. Yeah. And like you send them to each other or like, um, it just, it's just a, it just works in a variety of ways. So like, say you were to buy something, it would like, let you know that you bought this, oh, like, so hey, like, this person. And it's like,
1: a, so it's like digital. Ownership, Like Correct. digital real estate. Correct. I'm over Correct. here like, keep Correct. hearing this, Web3 yeah, and Blockchain. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yep. let me yep. just shake my head and pretend yeah. to know what
0: they're talking about. Yeah, I but mean, like, I think right. it's a space like, I see you got an Oculus over there. Yeah. Um, So that's something that's going to be huge. Like, you know, that metaverse that I think, I guess this is the last thing that's on my mind. If you don't know what it is, this is the time to invest and in the time to learn it. Yeah. Because you don't want to be that grandma. Google,
1: YouTube, people. All
0: of it. All of it. Cool. All of it. Makes um, sense. Um, because sometimes some people, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a, like, I talk to people and I learn better than mm. like YouTube. Because if I have to ask little questions like that, I don't, they can't ask on a YouTube or I got to hit in the comment and yeah. I don't want to wait. And they don't explain it the way I want to hear it. Yeah. Um, but I would say if you do not want to get left behind, learn about the metaverse. Because, and yeah. I would say within the next 10 to 12 years, everything will be done there. Because wow. just now, how we looked at it, it's like, oh, man, there's no way I'll ever order online. Yeah. You can't do nothing without ordering online now. Even if you walk to the restaurant, I think everything would be done through the metaverse. And we're seeing it already. and We don't even know it. Yeah. We're seeing it already. Facts. Is there anybody
1: else you want to shout out or anything else you want to shout out? Shout out to
0: my mom. Shout out to my dad. Shout out to all. You know, I want to shout out everybody who supported House of Trade Got since to. day one. Yeah. Since day Those one. It was most you, important. You know, everybody knows who they are um and those who haven't supported me just understand i'm coming for you and you're on that list yeah like i took it personally yeah i take that personally yeah but everybody who supported house of trade like um and we got some merch coming soon let's go i think we got the dopest merch i'm gonna say that we got this but everybody who supported house of trade i really appreciate it. i love everybody who's who supported the company so far um we got a lot a lot of ways to, a lot of ways to go yeah but we're making a significant progress and I've appreciated all the support that we've had. Um, we got some events coming up soon, in the next couple of months. I'm gonna invite you to those events. Let's go, yes, um, please. We're gonna do like some a sneakerhead and tech event. Yeah, yeah, that would be dope, yeah, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's um, the first
1: thing I look at is somebody's shoes. Oh, I look down
0: and up. Yeah, down and up, but like, check the shoes. But really just, just like the support that I've gotten has been awesome and I just, I'm very thankful and I'm very blessed to have that support of all those people um and it's not a ton it's not a ton and i don't need like i don't need a whole it just takes section. one good person bro. like about four or five yeah four or five like when i get down they like yo keep going yeah you know keep going yeah you know because like i never thought i'd be here like Two years ago, like oh, I'm on a podcast now. It's yeah. The second podcast I've done, but like each one, I'm like super excited about. Yeah, I love them. Yeah. I love
1: doing them. I love learning. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think I've actually only been on like two or three others. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. I've ran a podcast for a year, so I'm like, yeah. it's it's fun. But it's, it's so natural
0: time. now. The first time I was just like so nervous, like yes. oh my God, oh my God. yeah, yeah. Now it's just like whatever. It's like I forgot we were actually even on a podcast for a little bit. Yeah, it's yeah. just good to have a good conversation. Yeah, yeah. This is dope. This yeah. is dope. I so, guess I guess before you go, because yes. I don't know how you are time wise. Is there anything you want to know? Before we get off, or are you just on your mind about it?
1: Yeah, I think I dug through, like the typical questions, and then I kind of branched off into everything that I mm-hmm. wanted to know in yeah. correspondence with you, and then I, I like to do follow up, so I feel like you know, let's check back
0: in six months or a year. Yeah, I would like to do come it back. again. I would like, I would definitely like to come. I back. want it to be like
1: a do, like a documentary. Like nobody has Kanye documentaries because we. I don't know like kanye's just such a creative motherfucker. where he knew he was going to be kanye right and i feel like we need we need to make a little bit before we realize we're our own kanye's mm-hmm. and then we start to document so, so i want to like i want to like keep doing this over the next 10 15 years and then compile and have 10 15 20 hours yeah.
0: and it's your own document yeah because and i'll probably also, sell it back to you for yeah 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 <laughs> a billion sure. dollars yeah but yeah for sure but like I also don't ever want to feel like I'm too big where I can't come here. Like, yeah, I don't care if I'm Elon Musk, I'm coming in here. And I'm yeah, doing, bro, let I was telling somebody that today because I walked
1: into a uh, Lambo dealership and it said appointment only. And I was telling my my buddy, and he asked me to turn around because he wanted me. He was looking at one of the R8s, and he was. I was like, dude, honestly, I felt kind of awkward. You know what I mean? Because it was appointment only, and mm-hmm. I wasn't there with like a couple hundred thousand liquid. So it's right. like. It's, so he was like, you know, I never want to be to the point, because he's a business owner, too. He's like, I never want to be to the point where, like, I make somebody feel uncomfortable right. to come back to my right. store. Right, right, right. You know, it's like, I completely
0: agree with that. Yeah, so, like, I never want to be like, oh, like, man, I can't do that. I remember where I came from. Like, yes. honestly, like, if Complex called me and you called me and it was the same day, I'm choosing you over Complex. Yeah. You know why? Because you saw me and you believed in me before anybody else. Let's go. I, I, That means a lot to me. Yeah. That means a lot to me. Like, I'm not going to forget the people who... Who like invested their time in like this is an investment. Yes. Because this is something you can never get back. Yeah. You took your Saturday to like take your time with me. And I that I hold that in the highest esteem. Like that means more to me than you give me a hundred thousand dollars. If you gave me a hundred thousand dollars, i greatly yeah. appreciate yeah, it. Don't yeah, get same. it twisted. Yeah. But like that means a lot to me. Yeah. Like, that means and I don't forget that type of stuff. So if anybody asks me about you or like, hey, what's I said, go to this podcast, go watch this podcast. Like, I'm gonna be lot, your bro. one of your biggest a- advocators because people
1: don't realize people
0: don't realize how much that means to somebody yes. to get support. Like 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 I'll put out a post and I'm like, man, I took like it took me like thirty minutes to do it and I'll get seven likes. Yeah. And I remember those seven people. Yes. And I'll remember that. Or like like people don't understand, like you just liking a post means a lot to somebody. Yeah. And it costs you zero dollars. Yes. Me to say, hey, go watch this podcast costs you zero cost yes. me zero dollars. Subscribe. But how much does it mean to that person? The world, and I think we've got we've gotten so far away from that to like support somebody because we don't want to look like a certain type of way. Absolutely, like 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 I, like I have what twelve hundred followers on Instagram, right? Yep. I have only six hundred and ninety something on my business. Why is that? And I post my business all the time. Yeah, I should have at least a thousand, right? Yeah, it's crazy, right? Yeah, like but like how many does Rick Ross have? How many people does Rick Ross actually know? Yeah, like I'm not knocking Rick Ross; it's my guy. But like people will th- shout out Rick Ross for his birthday. Oh man, this is the greatest album ever. But their Bye-bye. family
1: member opens a business. They're like, mm. and they turn the cheek. Will you sit down, listen to my presentation? Nope. Turn the cheek. Nope. But if Rick Ross was like, buy my album, yeah. Then oh yeah. It's already been bought. Yeah. I got it twice. Yeah.
0: You know, so it's just like you gotta overprove. And then when you and then this is why I said this to somebody, and this is why you see people who get on kinda of forget about those people. Cause they like, well, when I was doing all this, you weren't supporting me. Yeah, absolutely. So now when I'm on, you like, oh yeah, I was there day one, but yeah. you weren't, yeah. you weren't. Like how many people like don't listen, like you know that don't listen to your podcast and you've been doing it for a year? Yeah,
1: a large amount. Like I, I don't even like, cause I'm very big into just the genuine whatever. I don't even like, I got 150 people that work for me and I don't like, I don't know, <laughs> maybe 10 of them
0: listen right, to it. Right, you know? And then like somebody actually listened to it, like, oh, like I remember when I did my podcast, I want you to come on my podcast too. I took a little break from it, but I think I'm going to start doing it just myself and just keep posting It's therapeutic for me. Yeah. Two
1: things are therapeutic. I think learning people and working out. I work out like a madman, but (sighs) it's it's therapeutic for me also to just sit here and like dissect different perspectives. And this is where I feel like I gained my most wisdom
0: Mm
1: -hmm. is because I'm able to just sit back, be calm, and then like, just really just add to my perspectives. I feel like the more human can add to their perspectives. Absolutely. Thousand percent. The better they're gonna be able
0: to respond Thousand percent. to like couldn't, my agree situations. With you more. couldn't agree with you more. Like so like even that, like in, even on those aspects, it's like we just look at people and we're just like, Well, I don't wanna help them, I don't want to But like why not?
1: Yeah. Why not? People feel like when you when you assist somebody, you lift them above you and you're, you're, you stay down. But yeah. when you lift somebody up you lift, up, you lift yourself up. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. And when so, you yeah. push somebody down, even through like I, I love the really when it just comes to any type of injustice in regard to yeah. politics, you always see people like silence is just as deadly as mm-hmm. as, you know, that's, you hurting. somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like that's the same thing with entrepreneurship. Like you like even though you didn't say anything negative about me. You're not supporting me is just as deadly as the people that did say negative things Mm -hmm. about my company or did negative
0: things to my company. Absolutely. Absolutely. So like that's why I'm like so supportive of other companies and other people like in these spaces because it costs you nothing. It costs me nothing. But also I want to see everybody win. I genuinely like people post that all the time. I genuinely like to see people win. It makes me feel good because I know what it takes. Like like you sacrifice how much time? Like you could be out chilling, you could be out partying, you could be out whatever. Brunching it up, we're in a studio right now doing a podcast. And shout to shout to Aiden, yeah, 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 because he's taking the time over here too to 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 record this. Probably watching a show, yeah, probably. (laughs) He's probably the way he looked up. Yeah, he's like, oh wait, you're talking about me now.
1: He's half he's half into like Breaking Bad or something. Yeah,
0: but um, but like just even stuff like this. So so yeah, I want you on my podcast, but I did find it very therapeutic. I liked I liked it. But what I was gonna say is like. And then you said the ten people listening to it and then people listen to it and they'll text me back and I'm like, oh, I actually liked it. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's what happens when you listen to it, you actually get something out of it. Or they learn something about sneakers, because I only talk about sneakers and like the sneaker culture. But like people say, Oh, it was actually pretty good. And I'm like, Yeah. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be like it's not like a poll, it's a winning podcast, but just listen to it. Like I keep mine like twenty minutes, so Yes.
1: So I try to take a hybrid version of the of the Rogan. But it's more so for me not that i don't care who listens because they're all an hour long but it's more so for me because i feel like it takes me a good hour because i want to learn the person yeah i almost want to learn the person more than i want to learn about their business because i will make a decision based off of do i want to invest in this person true. based off the person true, 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 true. then the bi- i could care Absolutely. less about the product and the business if you're a great person you could be selling absolutely. shit dogs and they're, they're going to be awesome because you're Absolute, awesome.
0: Absolutely. And that's what a lot of these. It's like your Jordan and LeBron reference. Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of these people in the VC space are like, we don't invest in companies, we invest in people. Yeah. You know, and I'll put myself against anybody because my work ethic and just where I came from. Yep. You know, I'm not, like I said, I didn't come from the mud, but I just work hard. Yes. I work really hard. When you add hard work with a great heart, you have an unbeatable yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's why I say, like, you can you can sell me Jordan all day, but I'm always gonna pick LeBron. Yeah, I'm always. Gonna, I think LeBron's a good person
1: because I feel like the difference would be like Jordan had the hard work, but his heart was off, and LeBron had yeah. both. Both. Yeah, he, he has, has both. A like great heart.
0: Like LeBron, you think LeBron played in a Drew league for him? No, he played for these fans who never gonna see him play that close. Yeah. Like how many of those people went to Lake never went to Laker game, but like there's a kid who saw LeBron and LeBron walked by and he got to touch LeBron. Yeah. And that's amazing feeling. That's like yeah. I remember when I went to the Rucker and I saw Ray Allen and I was just like so enthralled. And he wasn't even playing. And I was just like so enamored by Ray Allen. Like yeah. I love Ray Allen now. Yeah. Like I love Ray and I just saw him. I didn't even play. He didn't even play. Yeah. So like and he was filming like he got game at the time wow so that's how old i am yeah but like but like those things matter to kids like those things matter to people like even adults not even just kids like you see adults going crazy at these stuff yeah so dope yeah man dope well this was great bro it was awesome i to have I, you back i definitely want to be back um when we start launching when we add some of these new things i want to come back we'll have highlights about. from this too okay and we'll
1: send those to you so like when Perfect. you when you do different launches and things like that you can throw up highlights perfect perfect on your, on yeah yeah and, uh, and,
0: and then obviously off air we'll talk about i want to learn some more about like how you go about the production yeah. aspect of this like yeah. you know because i want to do something small but you guys got a great setup here. yeah yeah absolutely it's an amazing setup absolutely
1: <laughs> aiden does fire all right well it was it was a pleasure again bro yeah so. for sure we're out guys peace peace